We'll check it out, y'all. We got what you need. We're all living in apartments, condos, vans. Well, dude, even you can have a studio. A studio in a box. Yes, we can help you with that right here at Blind Knowledge. We work on your budget, and we figure out your measurements. We'll get you the best sound for the best price. Let me know, 877-237-1143 or at blindknowledge.com. Yep.
Sorry to cut everybody off like that, folks, but like a famous gay man with a mustache once said, the show must go on. Welcome to Maniacal Music Musings. I'm your host, Jeremy, as always. And let me tell you, stuff is messed up. For all the musicians we work with, what we got, it's not a choice. Well, I mean, the revolution will be televised by us, thank God. And we will destroy all the monsters the hard way while we do it. My co-host, though. Oh, Bonita. What can I do about you? My favorite bipolar baby with your unbroken borderline personality disorder. Let me sing you the sweetest song as the siren blares. You live on a funk planet, and I always have to ask who's killing who as you're rooting for the bad guys. Chancy Grife, everyone. God help us all. Hi. I was proud of that intro, Chancy. I was proud of it. And I wrote it in like two minutes, so, you know, it works, but. You know, some children are also proud of their fucking, you know, delinquent failure children. Just saying. Some children have children? That's what you're telling me? Jesus Christ. Some some parents are proud of their delinquent and failure children. So, like, you know, you're proud of your intro. They're proud of them fucking badass kids. You know, kind of seeing a parallel here. They both kind of suck. Well, I liked it. I thought it was I, great. Oh, I know. I'm just busting his balls. It's it's <laughs> it's, it's, well, it's way well, too it's way too early for me to not wait till but later on to bust his balls. <laughs> well, folks, Chancey has retconned his mistake, and we can move on for our broadcast now. Uh, we are joined this episode on a very special weekend episode by the return of the German rock star himself, and yes, that's how I've been marketing you, Fry McDunston. We're welcome to have, welcome back, brother. One of our earlier guests, actually, if I'm not mistaken. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been exactly a year, I think. So thanks for no having me way. again. Huh? No fucking way. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll my, go, my last EP came came out one year ago, and that's okay, when we yeah. first talked. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's awesome. Yeah. I'll and I, the like, I'll, I'll first time, was great. Fucking lazy asshole. <laughs> I mean, first time was amazing, and uh, I was really looking forward to this all week. And yeah, thanks again for for having me. Of course, I was man. stoked. I, I was stoked when you hit me up and was like, "Hey, man, I got this new EP coming out." And I was like, "Sold the man with gray in his hair." Can't he buy a lot of things because he has gray in his hair? I don't know why. It's just a bad habit with him. I don't get it. But I think gray right, hair folks. is cool. I wish I had gray hair. Like, but uh, it's still there's a couple there's a couple of them in there, but um, I would never like uh, dye them if I if I got them because it just looks so cool. Like, yeah, I started getting mine like sixteen. It, it kind of sucks, oh. but at the same time, it's like, oh, you know, yeah. But it's like when when the gray hair thing came into style, right? I was kind of I was really kind of pissed off about it. It's like, hold on a minute, hold on a minute. I've had to deal with this shit for 15 years. Now all of a sudden it's fucking cool. Yeah, because nowadays like some some teenagers dye their hair like gray. So yep. you were you are way ahead of your time or of the times, man. Yeah. Family curse. <laughs> well, folks, we brought you albums three once again, and we're gonna get started off as always by letting our guest tell us what album he brought and what album do you bring? Because I am excited to talk about it. 
Yeah, I brought uh, the Wild Hearts self-titled album, or it's it's sometimes also referred to as the White Album. Because it's fucking white on the cover. And um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the White Hearts, they're not that um, very well known. And I, I've, I've read on their Wikipedia that it's because back in the 90s when they had their first break, they had a lot of trouble going on with their uh, record label and um, like the, the lead uh, songwriter, singer and, and guitarist Ginger um, was oftentimes having like uh struggles uh with his um like me mental issues and stuff like that depression which is why they probably never made it um to a to a higher level of fame wise but i think they're one of the greatest rock bands from from england from that time and um like their their music is amazing they they combine punk rock and 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 hard rock with metallica song structures and that really kicks ass. I mean, they they once released a compilation uh, titled "Riff After Riff After Motherfucking Riff," and that's what you get when you when you play some of their records. Well, fuck yeah, Chanty, I gotta go first here because mainly because of something he just said that's gonna kind of write them. But I'm no, you're good. Topic. You're you're good. I just had to say fuck yeah because dude, that I couldn't have put that better myself. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I have never heard of the Wild Hearts until Chanty sent me this album picture, and I'm like, okay, this album's not on Spotify. Fuck me, but okay, hmm. I'll listen to it. At, I'll listen to it at work on YouTube. It's all good. And I played this album. Holy shit! Was <laughs> yeah, that's how that's how excited I was. That's how excited I fucking was because I started listening. I started listening to like a couple songs to figure out what album I wanted to bring to face it, and funny you say Metallica because I'm like this is like Metallica's guitar playing with Offspring's voice what the fuck and I'm I like know, yeah I mean okay there's, there's a certain song where I really heard it and that's the song I happen to play first so so I I that, that's my pick which we'll get to eventually but I freaking was banging my head to this shit yesterday at work like this is a fucking good band I'm like I gotta check out more of their shit like it's just a like and I when I first saw it, I'm like, I saw on YouTube they had the like the oh it's like bonus edition starts after this time point. I'm like, yeah, me, I won't listen to the bonus edition. I don't know how much time I have today. You better believe I fucking listen to the bonus edition because I was fucking <laughs> like, I, I have to hear what else they put out in this shit. I have to. This is a good yeah. CD. Like their oh, fucking yeah. their guitar and drum work is incredible, and their fucking lyrics are pretty damn good as well. Like I fucking enjoyed the shit out of it. I I never heard of them, and I'm always very skeptical when I never heard of a band and I have to listen to it. I'm just like, oh shit. I've I've had some bad. <laughs> I, we've had some guests bring up some albums that were like, uh, what? But I gotta say, it was very fucking impressive, and I enjoyed the fuck out of it. So, well done. I'm glad so. you hear that. Well done. That's cool. Nice. Thanks. I'm glad you hear that. If you wanna like, they they don't off they don't always put out albums with the same kind of songs like these ten minute progressive rock songs. 
uh, if, if you want to listen to another album of theirs that's just like that, listen to uh, Fishing for Luckies. That was the album that introduced me to them. Um, there's also some cool 10-minute riff rock songs on there, which are uh, so cool. Well, actually, it's funny you say that, because that's actually what a lot of the comments on YouTube said was like, oh, you should go listen to this album, and it was that fucking album. So, yeah. yeah. And I actually had, I had some people, there were some people on there like, I don't like this album of theirs. I, I like this album better. And it's like, okay, good for you. But <laughs> I I enjoyed the fuck out of it. Chanty, what did you think of the Wild Hearts? Dude, I I thought it was awesome. Like, for real. I, I actually listened to it a few times just because it was on YouTube and could play consecutively and just go in, start fucking gaming out, listening to it. And then it was like, oh, yeah, I got to start, like, writing down top. I got to start writing down, like, you know, I got, like, a honorable mention and shit, but, like, like oh, I got to write these down. So I had to do some, you know, multitasking with the Wikipedia and then the, and the thing. And I was like, man, this is fucking awesome. I'm actually having to work, but it's a good album, so it's totally fucking worth it. And... Uh, you know, Jeremy, you said it was in your head earlier. What's in your head? In 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 your head? Are you a zombie? That I understand that joke's gonna crash land because it's way too early. But true, but true cranberry fans will really enjoy oh, that oh, if oh, they ever stumble. Oh. If they I ever the stumble joke. across this, I got the joke fucking immediately. I just, I was just like. What kind of Freddie Fisher dad joke is this shit? <laughs> hey, th this is the kind of shit. This is the kind of shit that you do that happens when I wake up early because of my awesome friend Fry, that one over there. And I don't have the I don't have the ability to warm up the old diesel engine. By about the time it's by about the time the episode's fixing to end, I'm going to be throwing out zingers. I'm telling you. Well, you know, folks, just like it's 1940 something, the Germans woke us up early again, but. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't wake us up. Man, uh, what, that's fucked up. That is, what that time is fucked is it, up. Like, what time is it where, where you are now? I don't even know uh, how, how early it is where you live. It's almost it, noon. It's almost noon where I am, and it's almost 11 where Chancey is. So what the fuck? That's not early. Like, oh, it is for, it is it is for me. I, I, I don't work until 11:30 in the morning. I wake up at 11 20. <laughs> oh, I work from home, so it's like I just roll out of bed and walk over to my desk, and it's just like, uh... I mean, so do I, but I get up at 6.30 every morning, and then I work out. Yeah, I, I don't oh, do I, the working out part, I, but I'll, 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 <laughs> bet you kick, I'll, I'll bet you kick ass on fucking guitar and shit, so, I mean, there's probably that, too. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a job that's that's never boring or, uh, like... Uh, like Not a I, job? No, yeah, it's, it's, it's the best job in the world. Right. Well, Fry, what were your top five from your own album? Well, from the album you brought, I should say. Right. Okay. Um, like, my favorite is Destroy All Monsters. First of all, because uh, of the structure. Like, it's that progressive 10-minute thing uh, with a shit ton of riffs in the <laughs> middle that I really love. And, like, there's a couple of riffs in, the, in there in the middle that are so wild, like, meter-wise and... Sometimes they do halftime things. And for me, as a musician, that's just, ah, that's just so sweet. And uh, the chorus is killer. 
the, the the intro like at first you think oh uh, this must be a ballad but then it, it really kicks ass uh, with the first chorus when it kicks in so it's yeah it's it's my favorite okay uh, okay yeah. I'll, I'll i'll go through through all of them then okay oh, yeah, number oh, yeah. two yeah. <laughs> yeah number two slaughtered authors uh because same thing progressive rock and Yes. Like the chorus is so catchy, and as a musician, I can really relate to the lyrics. Like it's about uh, record labels and uh, also all these these fucking talent and casting shows that are taking advantage of young uh, musicians who think that um, they, they they'll make it uh, if they do what they say and take part in that shit. And um, yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, very catchy song number three the sweetest song like especially like the uh, the verses are so cool with with the just like killer riffs and and the way ginger sings the lyrics there uh really cool also like shit ton of riffs in there and uh number four rooting for the bad guy the the album's opener because um yeah uh genius lyrics pretty cool and um also the same thing like like um four of my top five songs are actually these progressive rock songs because it's not all 10 minute songs on that album but i think those are the best and uh number five would be inner city overture because i'm i'm really a sucker for a good ballad and this one comes close to to what a ballad would be like on on that heavy album it's a very cool chord progression. I really appreciate that as a musician, and uh, it's, it's pretty catchy. So yeah, that's my top five. Right on. Fuck, right on. Well, fuck um, yeah. Well, I actually had I actually had five honorable mentions too because I could not on this CD like just bring five. There's no fucking way in hell. <laughs> I mean, not 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 pulling a Jeremy and bringing the whole fucking album was a hard choice. But I there's a couple songs I could do with it. I would skip over in the future probably. But my number 10 was Unbroken, because that was a damn... I mean, they're all fucking amazing songs. I could take guitar for every one of these songs, because the guitar is fucking incredible on every one of these songs. But number nine was Borderline, because that song, the lyrics hit me, kind of. I know some people like that, so the lyrics hit me. Number eight was the sweetest song, because that was on my list pretty early, but it got pushed down a lot towards the end. Mm -hmm. Number se Same with number seven, Rooting for the Bad Guys, which... That should have been in the fucking credits for that movie that just came out, The Bad Guys. That should have been in the fucking credits. But number six was Bipolar Baby, because I think we all have known people like that, and that, that song hits home. Number five was Destroy All Monsters, because I was thinking about how Destroy All Monsters is the... Um, I love how that's the name of all the, the original Godzilla movies, is Destroy All Monsters. Yeah. This is, yeah. <laughs> that fucking made me laugh, because I've been typing that name a lot in the brackets I've been making. But number four was the hard way. I mean, there's no other way to do it, but besides the hard way. Number three was Oh Bonita, because that song was touching. That was a very touching song, and it was the guitarist in that song was fucking un unbelievably good. Same with number two, Slard Authors. I fucking love the guitarist in that song. I specifically wrote guitar next to that one, because that one just headbanging my ass away just into that song. And I sent this, I sent the CD to my friend, and I'm like, Dude, you gotta hear this band. He's like, I never heard of them. I'm like, you gotta hear this band. <laughs> and number one was 
the revolution will be televised. Oh, yeah. Because that's a fucking banging ass song. And that's the song where they sound like Offspring. That's the song where I hear the I hear them sound like Offspring a little bit with their lyrics. So that's, I thought that's when I kind of came to the conclusion for what I did. But we'll get to that in a bit. Chancy Ponce, what are your top five? Uh, actually, I had a, a couple honorable mentions. Um, number sure. seven for number seven for me was uh, Bipolar Baby. Uh, number six was Borderline. Uh, number five was Destroy All Monsters. Uh, number four was Slaughtered Authors, which I thought was pretty fucking awesome. Uh, number three is Rooting for the Bad Guy. Uh, number two is the revolution will be televised and fucking number one for me was the new flesh. I fucking, I don't know what it was that about the new flesh that really like just grabbed a hold of me, but it was like fucking a man. This thing is fucking bad ass. Nice. Yeah. Hard flesh was good, but I just, I wasn't like going to make my list. It just wasn't going to make my list. I mean, it was good, but. Like I said, I could have I could have brought the whole album really, but I just I I want I was in a mood where I wanted to be a little more a little picky, not really picky because I still brought five honorable mentions. So obviously I'm not being too picky, but it just I don't know. That's just the way I did it. I had to go with it that way. But oh, Chancy, did you also it. watch the the live in the studio version where they they're they're playing all the songs in the studio? I got I got to watch part of it. Yeah, I was trying to watch it while I was in in between calls and fucking uh, work and shit. But fucking man, I'm gonna take some time to watch the whole thing from start to finish. That shit was good. Yeah, and it's really impressive how close to the uh, studio recording. How close? They, yep. They, they sound, yeah. I absolutely Because, fucking uh, love these that. Songs shit. are really hard to play. Trust me. For sure. Oh, yeah. Just watching. Just well, just listening to it, like just having a little bit of knowledge as a player. You're like, holy shit. Like, how are they fucking like what kind of chord progression? Like what kind of finger stretch do they got going on here? I'm sure they got some good fingering going on there, Chancey. I'm sure. But <laughs> you would so be saying fuck you. Right? What you know about noodling? You don't know nothing about no noodling. Uh, I, d I do, but apparently I got to cut my nails today. But um, Noodling and chicken picking. Oh, I know me some chicken picking. No one do get you wrong there. But there's some in the front yard. You want to go pick them for me? But Not real chickens, sir. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I'm being a dick. I'm allowed to be. But all right, I guess it's time to progress to my album, which, as I said, I picked because of the revolution will be televised and I heard that and I'm like, all right, Chansey brought this artist once and I have to redeem, I have to redeem this fucking artist because of how Chansey brought it, bringing their newest album and it sucked fucking balls. So <laughs> I decided to bring one of the last good albums they did, The Offspring's Rise and Fall, Rage and Grace, which is a incredible fucking Show me how to lie, you're getting better all the time And turning all against one is an art that's hard to teach Another clever word sets off an unsuspecting hurt And as you step back in the line, a mob jumps to their feet Now dance, fucker, dance, man, it ever had a chance And that one even knew it was really only you and me 
it's it brings me back to 90s offspring it really does and as an offspring fan since i was a kid rise and fall rage and grace i i believe if i'm not mistaken is the album that got me back into offspring in my 20s because it's like i got out of them for a while and i heard one of these songs on the radio or something or i heard i heard it on somewhere i heard it somewhere movie maybe i don't fucking remember but and i'm like i started checking out this album and i'm like you know what this album's actually fucking amazing like there's not every song I am I gonna love, but the songs I do love, I fucking love. So I had to bring the CD because it's what they remind me of. I didn't want to bring Metallica because we just did Metallica a couple episodes ago, and Metallica for me is I gotta be in a mood to listen to really enjoy Metallica, and that's not I haven't been in that mood lately. So it's Metallica's like the burn the world mood, you know. But really. You're gonna, dude. You equate Metallica's music to burn the fucking world. I mean, I don't know. If we're talking talking about the first four albums, maybe, yeah. I mean, yeah, Um, yeah. I I would say the first four albums are solid kindling for starting the world on fire. But I mean, we're talking like I'm thinking like Napalm Death or Death or Cannibal Corpse or (laughs) fucking you know Hammer Smashed Face. They don't have the guitar riffs that Metallica has, dude. I mean, and I'm yeah, I'm thinking yeah. death mag- I'm thinking death magnetic. I'm thinking death magnetic. That's my you're thinking movie. death magnetic. Are you fucking kidding me? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, dude. When you're pissed off somebody, you put on cyanide. Oh my god, it's a whole different experience, dude. When you're pissed, dude. Honestly, listening to you say that makes me want to fucking eat some cyanide. That's some fucking <laughs> now. See now the diesel engine's warmed up. I'm ready to go. Like, that's fucking ridiculous. You're like, oh, man, Metallica's this burn the world down type of album. But Death Magnetic was the shit. Man, that's like saying that's like saying their Garage album was their best album they ever did. Oh, quick secret, by the way. All of them are fucking covers. They didn't even come up with one of them. None of them. Yeah, but they're great covers, though, I think. They are, they are good covers. I'll give you that, yeah. Fry. I'll give yeah. you that. But they didn't even have the originality to set the world on fire with their own shit on anything other than the first four albums, which is all fucking Dave Mustaine, because that was all his guitar, and they fucking stole it. Dirty <laughs> fucking bastards. I'm and sorry. Cliff, right? Don't don't underestimate Cliff Burton's influence. Oh, dude, Cl- like, dude, Clint Burton. Really, yeah, Cliff Burton really, was the yeah. the fucking genius of the band for sure. Yeah. I can only imagine how awesome it would have been if Cliff would have survived and fucking uh, and Dave would have been able to keep his shit and Dave would have been able to keep his shit under control. They could have been like the greatest metal band of all time. Like, I mean, easy. Megadeth rule. So I I I think I'm very happy for for Dave that he actually got. Oh, yeah. And because Megadeth, they're so fucking awesome. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, they can. I mean, I think Metallica did pretty fine on their own, dude. They did pretty fine. They're a internationally known band at this point, and they're freaking loved. So you're you're right. They are the they are the only band that's that's performed on every continent. But they performed on every continent based upon the shoulders of Cliff Burton and the sweat of Dave Mustaine. They literally got their fame from their first four albums, which all the riffs, as far as guitar riffs, on those four albums. Or Dave fucking Mustaine. I mean, we can go around the circle. We can go around and around the garden all we want. Yeah, but actually, but... We're, we're actually talking about the offspring, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Brian. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna take a shit in your garden. Okay. Okay. You fuck, I don't even have a garden. You're shitting in somebody's garden, but it ain't mine. I can't hear what you're saying because my headphones decided to fucking die at this point. But there we go. So yeah. <laughs> at least you didn't hear what I had to say about his fucking mother. <laughs> hey. I know, it was a joke. <laughs> Dolores Mantooth is a respectable woman. Dorothy. Dorothy Mantooth is a saint. Yeah, okay. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. But um, yes, we were talking about Offspring. And Fry, what did you think right. of Rising Fall, Raging, Raging Grace? All right. First of all, don't get me wrong. I had to skip the first three songs. Really? You know why? Because they all feature the same fucking lame chord progression that's been featured in like every major pop song for the past 25 years and i don't care if it's punk or supposed to be punk if you're using that chord progression i will skip the fucking song i mean there there are great exceptions to this rule but all of these exceptions were written when this wasn't a thing like let it be or iggy pops the passenger those are great songs because they were written back when um, that wasn't a cliche yet. And ever since like the late 90s, like Zombie by the Cran- Cranberries features the yep. same chord progression. And I can't, I can't listen to this anymore. So first song, when, when I heard Half Truism, I thought, okay. I mean, they, they, they got self-esteem and... Um, um, uh, um, the kids are alright. Also, same chord progression. They had some big hits with with those chords. But come on, you you don't have to repeat this, even though you're a punk band. So I skipped the first song. Then the same fucking chord progression in the second song, "Trust in You." I skipped that. Then the same fucking chord progression in the third song. And then Hammerhead came along, and I was thinking, okay, interesting structure, actual riffs. But then in the chorus, it's the same chord progression again, minus one chord, where they just changed the, the last chord. So I, that, that's, that's just a small minus because the rest of the song is cool. Okay, so first three songs were out of the window right away. But I have to say, like, A Lot Like Me is a killer song. Uh, takes Me Nowhere is pretty catchy. and But it's, it's not the, the right order. I give you my, my top five now. First, well, uh, you, my favorite let, song is Let Chancey give his review first. I want to hear Chancey's review first and hear his rant. Oh, <laughs> uh, I honestly, like, you know, Fry, Fry hit it pretty much on the head. Like, you're talking about how you brought this to redeem my, like, listen, I will admit that I brought the most recent Offspring album and it was fucking hot garbage, but I made that choice based on one song. And it's one of their songs that I've always liked from their first fucking album, I think is the first album, Ixnay the Ombre, when they were good. But like everything he said about the chord progression was totally fucking solid. While he was on while he was going on that monologue, I was literally out foraging for fucking firewood so we could keep this roast going. Like for fucking real. Burn the witch. Like it, I mean, it, don't get me wrong. Like you know, Offspring's good and shit. 
the old stuff. But like when you're like, oh, I got to redeem you for this. I literally thought you were going to bring Ixnay. And I was like, oh, that's solid because, you know, yeah, I would totally fucking redeem for anything else that would bother beforehand. But you, no, you brought this fucking shit. There was a whole lot of fall. There's a whole lot of fall and a whole lot of rage. There's a bunch of skin knees and pissed off drunk dads. That's all I know. But like, for real though, like I didn't even think about the core progression until Fry mentioned it. And I was listening to my head. I'm like, holy fuck, he's right. Like it is exact cookie cutter. We're going to use this for this one. Repeat. Uh, we're not going to do the rinse and repeat the third time. We're going to take this one out. Make it look like we changed something. But, I mean, I still came up with a top five because, you know, I got to come up with a top five for something. I mean, you also got you also got to remember, the people that listen to Offspring still nowadays are the same people who were listening to it in the 90s, but now they're just drunk stoner dads, and they just <laughs> are going to are turn, turn on their new Offspring CD and be like, it's like being a kid again, man. And I question their fucking faculties because for, for real, though, like fucking, yeah, it's the same guys that were listening back when they were, you know, cool. Which I would technically qualify as one of those guys, but even still, I would have to say, no, dude, this shit sucks. Fucking hey, hey pretty pretty fly for a white guy was my dad's pretty dude. Yeah, pretty fly for the pretty fly for a white guy is exactly the example that I was hoping you would bring up to prove my entire fucking point. Like, holy fucking hot garbage wrapped around MTV fucking packaged glorified fucking what was the name uh slaughtered authors dude it's more like slaughtered artists there are so many fucking other artists that deserve that shot other than give it to me baby fucking get the fuck out of here with that shit and all the girlies say i'm pretty fly for a white guy nowadays they'd have been like on all the girlies say mean things that's why i'm packing heat and going to school all right Fucking Jesus Christ. That kid was a fucking incel. Everybody made fun of him. And fucking ain't nobody giving no pussy to that little fucking punk ass kid. Rant over. I swear to God, you guys cancel for that. I swear to fucking God. What? Why? I didn't say that I'm doing anything. I'm just saying the character and the fictionalized music fucking video said or did something. Man, fucking take me to court. I'll be like Larry Flint. I'll go straight to the Supreme Court. I'll be like, fuck you guys. I made I, I said a comment, which is my First Amendment right, about a fictionalized everything, which has nothing to do with any kind of bearing of all these purse-clutching bitches in the fucking Midwest and the Bible Belt. Fucking... Get your god! What happened to your fucking Massachusetts balls, there, Jeremy? Fucking a, bro. You guys are supposed to be the. You guys are supposed to be the forefront on go fuck yourself. You fucking uh, letting me down, dude. If there's one thing I can tell you, it's the Massachusetts government's a fucking shit show. But oh, I know, I know. Oh, trust me, I know the Massachusetts government's a shit show. But the Massachusetts people have always been my heroes, with like New Yorkers and people from New Jersey, because they were always the first ones to go tell you. To go fuck yourself and have a nice day. But no, for real though, uh, Fry, what is your top five for this fucking <laughs> oh wait, oh wait, no, Jeremy's gotta give his top five first. I'm sorry. I was I almost I almost skipped him on that. 
Yeah, you almost did, you dick. But I fucking. You know, honestly, I almost think you should sit in time out and let Fry take your top five just for a bringing this piece of shit album and and letting and letting your entire state down. You're a terrible state representative, sir. I'm sorry. Don't make me tell your girl. Don't tell me. Don't make me tell your girl. You call her a bipolar baby. Oh, dude, you can. I dare you. I dare you. See what. See what the fuck happens. Cause she'll fucking. She'll be like, you know what? He probably said that. And he's not too far from right, but at the same time, fuck you for bringing it up. <laughs> uh, well, like I said, not every song on this fucking album is credible, so I only have one honorable mention, which is saying something compared to what I had for the Wild Arts. So, the only honorable mention I brought for this is Trust in You, because it's one of the, the first couple tracks I can skip over them, just like Fry said. But Trust in You is... I like the lyrics in that song to some degree. But, because... See, I think Offspring evolved with their music as far as lyric-wise. I think they evolved to, like, adult lyrics instead of, like, the kid lyrics you hear in their original stuff in the 90s. Like, Pretty Fly for a White Guy, they wouldn't do that nowadays. There's no way in hell they would do that. But that's not their original stuff, man. That was already, it's like, not. the fourth or fifth album or something. Yes! Like, their original stuff is shit like Smash It Up and, and things like that. Fucking yeah. XNA and the Ombre. I choose fucking yeah. Gone Away. Like the original Gone Away, not the acoustic version that got put on that piece of shit album I brought. But like the original version of Gone Away. Yeah, he's absolutely right. Like Americana is not original offspring. It's like fucking. That's that's where I got into them. That's where I got into them because that's that's the CD that came out in the 99 or 98 when my friends all started listening to it when we were fucking elementary school still. I, 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 I. Like you, I you had the you had the clickety clackety internety thingies, right? That was a thing in Massachusetts in the nineties, like late nineties. I didn't I didn't live in Massachusetts in the nineties, and back then it was AOL with the like yeah 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 yeah. yeah, We we had the scream we had the screaming man from dial up, but at the same time, like here over here, even in Iowa, like I would find an out like an artist. And then I would search out whatever the fuck I could find, regardless of the album. So like I, I was always trying to find you know, like I, I, I didn't find my own music till like high school. Like I was listening to what like, I was either picking up CDs at FYE randomly or I was listening to whatever was on the radio or whatever the hell my older cousin that was like five years old that would be listening to. Like that's actually kinda that's actually kinda how it started. Like I would pick up an album from the record store and then I would be like, Oh man. And then I would use the album, like, you know, the title for the artist and shit like that to look up online to see what other stuff they yeah. had. I, I didn't know what the fucking internet could do when I was that age, dude. I didn't know what it could do. Like, I, I mean, yeah, I found Playboy.com like a year in, but still, like, and after that, like, you know where I was doing the internet every time I fucking went on it. But, <laughs> but All my, right. number, my number five was Let's Hear It for Rock Bottom, because once again, mm-hmm. that's a song adults can relate to. And and I'm not gonna lie, I like their guitar. I don't care if it's the same chord over and over again. That chord works for them. I'm gonna fucking go with it. Like it, it does work for them. Yeah, but that's that's not one of those songs, though. I, I know it's, it's I know also it's, in, it's also in my top five. It's a good right, song. Well, good, good song. And number four for me is stuff is messed up because I love, I love like in the middle of the course of that when like they start doing like the really fast thing and that they're known for like that shit always like gets me going with them. Like I love when they do that. That actually, I meant to bring. Well, after I listened to the CD, I'm like, "Where's the song I'm thinking of?" And I'm like, "Oh, that must be on the CD before or after this." I can't think of what it is. Like, but uh, Johnny rides the 
uh, Rocket to Hell or whatever the hell it's called. I, I think it's on the CD after this, but Jeremy rides the short bus to school. I think it was the name of the track. Fuck you, Jancy. Fuck you. And, <laughs> number three was you're gonna go far, kid, because that reminds me. Is. That reminds me of Americana. That reminds me of Americana. Like that's an Americana style song. Yeah, because it has the same chord progression. <laughs> I love how I love how he's just roasting the shit out of you on the technical element, and I'm just filling it in like, nah, dude, you do the technical shit. I got the rest of it. We got this. Yeah, you're playing the triangle there, Shanty. But number two is number two is takes me nowhere. Yeah, that is yeah. A, that's a fucking solid song lyric wise and guitar wise. But right, yeah, I saw some mine. Yeah, too. and then number yep. one, of course, number one, of course, is Hammerhead. Because it, it, I love how it makes fun of the American South, basically. Like, basically, like, like, I could, they should have done a video for that. That was AMA. made. I could fucking make that video and make it amazing. But I've pictured it many times in my head while listening to the song. But Hammerhead is an amazing fucking song. And I don't know, just the way they sing in that song and, and the way at the end they get all excited. Like, it's just, uh, I, I love that shit with them. Like, it's bring me back to my childhood. I'll bring me back to my childhood. Brings me back to fucking the what was it when this late two thousands when I was fucking like in college and listening to this shit like while like drinking and shit like Hammerhead's a good drinking song it really fucking is like you'll you'll mosh out in that in your fucking dorm room to that shit while you're drinking <laughs> it doesn't matter if there's anybody else there you'll be moshing into fucking cabinets and shit but you'll do it <laughs> but yes Fry what are your top five for Offspring right honorable mention would be Hammerhead yeah because like. Uh, it's it's got an interesting structure. It was the first song I didn't skip. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's got actual riffs and um, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty solid. But um, my my uh, number five uh, would be the song after that, a lot like me, because it sounds different from the first four songs and it makes the album sound a little more versatile. I, I didn't want to put that one on my list, but that is like a that's like I said, that's one of the more adult songs now because yeah, it's a, yeah. It, I, I think what they wrote about is like a kid, like about having a kid and like being told the kid's not your like the kid doesn't think he's yours, but like you look a lot like me, so yeah, I mean, metaphorically or physically, either way you can go with that, but yeah, uh, number four, rock bottom. Because the lyrics are cool, like like those, and um, uh, the the guitar parts are also pretty uh, solid. Then um, number three, Rise and Fall. It's got a great structure and great guitars. Number two takes me nowhere because it's it's really catchy. And the best song I think is the OC Life because that song actually sounds oh. like er early 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 offspring. Oh, like cool, fuck. cool chord progression. Uh, cool chord progressions, um, like a little more aggressive, um, and yeah, that reminded me of stuff from from Smash. Oh, see, Spotify doesn't have OC Life on this album. I forgot. Oh, no. was, I forgot this was on. That was on this album. I had when I had this yeah. on. I had on Apple. That was an Apple exclusive track, I think. So now listen to it on YouTube. Yeah, um, dude, it's on YouTube. Yeah, uh, I mean. I forgot about OC Life. Fuck. I fucking I love that song. I forgot that song was on the CD even. Like <laughs> I didn't have it. What the fuck? Yeah, I think it's the it's it's the best song. I mean, it's yeah, it's, it, it, it is, is actually, yeah. And it, it, that's it, also 
That's also hey, reason 787,446 as to why fucking you should probably listen to YouTube rather than Spotify. Ah, yeah. Spotify yeah. I don't like Spotify, Spotify for works music. Nine, Spotify works 95% of the time, but fucking OC Life, I forgot about that shit. That is, that is like their old, that, that, that was the bonus Solid. track. Solid. That's the bonus track yeah. because of like their old shit, but. But and like when it, when I heard that song, I was thinking like, why are they playing it safe? I mean, they they put that song on there. I mean, it's last on on the version that I heard, but yeah, um, bonus, I think that's track. that's what a lot of their original fans would want to hear. And actually, oh wait, I bought this. Actually, I had the physical CD for this back in the day when it came out because I didn't really have Apple or anything back then even. So I had the original CD for this, and it, that's where it was. It was on the original CD as a bonus track. Yeah, but. But Chancy, what are your top five? Um, well, I did actually have a uh, honorable mention. Oh, did you now, Mister Shitaka? Did you now? Oh, I totally, absolutely talked all of the shit. Um, number six for me was uh, uh, Christy. Are you doing okay? That, oh, see, yeah. that's, that song's okay, but to me, it's just like. Eh. Like that that like, that that's why it's at the end of the list. Uh, number five was uh, OC Life. Uh, number four was uh, A Lot Like Me. Uh, let's see. Number three was uh, Let's Hear It for Rock Bottom. Mm -hmm. uh, number two was uh, Hammerhead. And uh, number one was Fix You. Yeah, Fix You is a good song. It's just... It hit me on a different sort of level, though. Yeah. I, I, I had a lot more resonance with, with, those, with that element of the song play rather than anything else. Yeah, I mean, Fix You is a, a good song. It really is. Because it's not fucking Ixnay and the Ombre where everything's a fucking ass kicking tune like you're getting ready to throw on your fucking blades and roll down the street you know <laughs> i mean yeah like i said a lot of the songs in this one are a lot more like grown-up adult like songs that because they're, they're they're in their what 40s now 50s now probably uh well actually that depends because they basically got rid of fucking every other member of the band except for the lead singer well, he's got to be in his 40s or 50s, so... He's the only original member. Like, the bass player's the second most original member, and then they just got rid of their drummer because he wouldn't get the corona shot. Like, because he's literally allergic to it. So it's like, oh, fuck you. That is so fuck punk, you. man. That is so punk. <laughs> I know, right? So punk. Like, get get your get your get your get your vaccine, regardless of anaphylactic shock. You know what? Yeah. Fuck you and your personal health. We fucking want to do stuff and make money. Oh yeah. wait, that's def that's not punk rock. I forgot. That's my bad, yeah. guys. Yeah, <laughs> that's well, weird, man. It's it's strange. I I, I haven't I haven't heard that, but I mean I believe it hundred <laughs> percent. It's definitely would I can see them doing that. But I don't know. I this album is was a college favorite for me. So but like I said, there's a lot of songs in this that I can easily skip over if I'm hearing them too often. But Chancy, what 
album did you bring? I'm happy we saved this one for last just because of who our guest is, but what album did you bring? You know, uh, a little while back, I think it's about a month or so back, maybe a little bit longer. I, I got this message on my messenger and I was like really surprised. I was like, wow, that's awesome. I can't believe he actually remembered to think about me. And he's like, Hey dude, I got this EP coming out. And I was like, fucking we're absolutely having it on i don't care if we have to move heaven and earth we're doing this fucking thing and then and then he sent me the tracks and i was like i'm so glad that i said that before i even listened to it because i was so much more excited about having this album on after having listened to the tracks dude i brought our great guest fry mcdunston's album well it's an ep but it's an album i don't give a fuck it's called choice it's fucking choice and once the wheels come
like USDA top choice fucking kick ass is exactly what it is. Like fucking, I don't, I can't even think of a song on this thing that I didn't even like. Like fucking a man. I know that I know there's only a few of them to choose from, but that's not even saying nothing. Like literally. I'm surprised you were able to get six with the amount of fucking awesome that you condensed into that EP. Oh boy. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. That's, that's really flattering. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really grateful that you picked the EP. Uh, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's so cool that, um, that you enjoy the song so much and wow. And that's, That's out now, right? Like you can get that now, right? Yesterday. Yeah, since, since yesterday. yesterday. Right. Yeah. Fuck yeah. You better get the fuck out there and buy that shit for your favorite fucking musician for Christmas. Cause that shit is fucking what's up. Yeah, it is. But um yeah, and I well, hey, we're gonna skip our guest review on this album because I pretty sure yeah, I know yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he knows how he's gonna talk about this album. But I Fucking, I listened to this last yesterday on my way home from work, and I fucking enjoyed the shit out of this. Like, it had a very 80s feel to it. It had like an 80s um, hair metal feel to it almost, and I, which I mean, from now Europe, I expect that nowadays, but I fucking love that. Like, I love that. That's the way a lot of it sounded. There was, I'm not gonna lie, I somehow didn't download The Long Walk, so I missed that one. I'm like, didn't you see there were six songs in this? And then, like, I got to one that, like, something on my phone that was called Radio, and I'm like, Is this a sick song? And I'm like, no, that's an ad I made for somebody else's show. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, okay, I must have missed one. And I just looked at it again. I'm like, oh, I missed a long walk. Okay. I'll have to definitely check, listen to that one later today. But I enjoyed the fuck out of the five tracks I heard. There, I mean, I definitely could pick from an order of five. And I mean, oh, I mean, there was only there was one track that was just like, eh, but the rest of them were fucking incredible. Like there's the rest of them were fucking incredible. I'm pretty sure you can almost guess who that one track is, but you'll find out eventually anyway. But it, I enjoyed the show. The guitar on it is, of course, incredible on all of it. And the fucking lyrics and the singing on most of them is freaking incredible as well. So, I I mean, as soon as Chancey said, hey, guess who just hit me up? And I'm like, Jesus, I don't know. He's like, he's like, Fry McDunstan. I'm like, no shit. I'm like, why is he hitting you up? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, you got an EP coming out. I'm like, he's like, can we get back on the show? I'm like, of course we fucking can. Of course we can. It's fucking Fry. He was one of our first actual musicians that came on as a guest. Of course he can come back on the show. Why wouldn't I bring him back on? But I, so yeah, I enjoyed the CP immensely and I was happy Chancey brought it because I mean, we would have listened to it regardless because it's only six songs and I would have listened to it regardless of what we talk about it on the show. But when Chancey said he wanted to bring it, I'm like, all right, Chancey's getting hard for this shit. So it must be good. I mean, I wasn't gonna not bring the damn thing. I mean, it's fucking a like you said. It's it's fucking awesome, and like also fucking shit, man. Like like you said, Fry's one of the like Fry's one of the first like solid musicians that we've had on the show, and to hear that there was something else like coming down the line like i was fucking super excited dude when you first like got a hold of me and sent me that clip of just the single i was fucking sold like i was like done i don't care the rest of it could be fucking you know scary you know like screaming cats for all i care and i'd have been happy with it well i mean yeah and basically and it's 
And uh, we mean no offense to our other guests who have been on that. You're not real musicians. Just saying. Put that out, put that out there. Put that out there. <laughs> but Jancy uh, trying to get people fucking pissed at us and have riots and pitchforks in front of my house. But I mean, honestly, they can make. Honestly, I would debate them because of the fact that the the statement I made was one of the first. So unless they fall into the category of pre-fry then they have no valid argument to my fucking statement. And if they get all butthurt and detract fucking what I said as a negative thing, then they're fucking stupid, like straight fucking hard R retarded, because I said one of the first. If you were the first, then cool beans. Anybody after the fact, you are post-fucking-fry. So take your place in line, eat your fucking cookie, juices on the way, shut the fuck up. See, someday when our podcast is down in the history books, like five hundred <laughs> years from, from about five hundred years from now, well, this is the period that the one with gray in his hair called the post fry period. <laughs> That's what it but yeah, and uh, well, Chancy, you brought it. So, what are your six in order? So, for me, honestly, it's all unilateral except for number one. All the other five albums or the other five tracks on the album could have probably been. That's actually not true either. I'll just read it. So, number six from number six for me is Siren. Uh, number five is work with what we got. Uh, number four is the long walk. Those three could have been in, in any of those three options. Solid, hardcore solid. Number three, funk fest. Definitely. Number two was who's killing who. And number one is absolutely, it's the single. It's called choice. Fucking, it is a goddamn banger. And to be bluntly honest, dude, four, five, and six could have been interchangeable. Just as about as much as two as two or three could have been interchangeable. But choice was definitely the number one pick, like right out the gate. Just because of like all the technical fucking guitar work, including both on Who's Killing Who and Funk Fest. Dude, it's fucking like it, it, it. You, I can't explain it. You got to buy it so you can hear it. So that way you can get what the fuck I'm talking about. It's fucking, it, it, it's, it's kind of like what you'd wish shit was, would happen in music today. Just like, you know, actually happening. <laughs> exactly. Which, Fry, do you have a top six for your own album? And what do you prefer? Or do you prefer not to even try and number your, your own creation? I mean, I, I can also say that Choice is also my favorite song. Um, I don't know when when I, I've been carrying this riff around for like years. It, it actually um, came out of a finger exercise I invented to teach to my students um, so they could play the pentatonic in a more musical way. And I always wanted to write something with that. And yeah, for, for this EP, I finally did. And um, yeah. I mean, the 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 fact that I got to meet uh, Jeff Bragg uh, on Fiverr and 
that he he uh, he wanted to work with me or that that uh, I, I was able to hire him makes um, like I still write the lyrics and vocal melodies and sing them to him when when I send him the demos um, and record demos with me singing. And if you would hear like my version and, and his versions, you would understand why I'm really um, excited to work with him and why I always um, revisit or like uh, rehire him for for each new release and as like his contribution and also uh, Glenn's the the drummer's contribu contribution really make um, make me enjoy make me also enjoy like I don't want to say my own music but in, in, enjoy making the uh, music yeah making the music because they they elevate my ideas to to a to another level so this is why why choice is also like my my favorite song because of his singing and uh and the drum drumming there because they're really great and also like who's killing who because the guy who's singing on that one is my main man jesse who mixed the ep for free because he he's a fan of my music and uh i'm actually doing a live stream with him after uh this uh this podcast here and um like he this is the first song i released where the singer wrote his own lyrics and vocal melodies and he did a fantastic job and um yeah i'm, I'm also really grateful for uh having met him so yeah that that would be my my two favorite songs yeah well like i said i didn't get a chance to listen to the long walk but i will gladly push my number five down to number six because my number six technically now was funk planet just because uh that's just the one that i was just like eh. like i i liked it but i like it's not a song I'm going to go back to again and again. Like most of your songs play on my uh, like songs on Spotify, like pretty occasionally, but whenever they, whenever they get back to the random, whenever the random rotation brings it around to those. But I mean, time after time plays all the freaking time. So, or is that what that's time and time called? again? Time, time again. Yeah, man, you are just fucking o for o on this fucking naming the tracks on this. You're just really shooting the. Yeah, the song is actually here. called uh, "Funk Fest," not Funk yeah, Planet. yeah, Funk Planet. <laughs> for fuck's sake, fucking autocorrect, but for funk's sake, for funk's sake, I love it. Hey, that was a good one. Funk Planet would have been a fucking awesome name too, but Planet yeah. Planet <laughs> Funk Planet Planet Funk. funk. Yeah. Well, but that's no, James, that's that's some James Brown shit. But uh, get down. So I'll put. I mean, I'll put Long Walk number five just because. Does it have? Does it have anything to do with the Stephen King book by chance? Yes, it does, and I'm glad you uh, you got it. Wow, yeah, it's inspired by that book. I I definitely don't listen to it then because I read I read that book and that's a fucking good book. But yeah, yeah, it's killer. But my number my number four was work with what we got because that was like a classic 80s like ballad type song and i fucking loved it like it was just mm. it reminded me of so many other bands and like the way they sing things and it's just the lyrics were amazing number three was siren because that was a fucking dope ass song number two was of course who's killing who because that the guy your, your, your boy was saying that jesse i love his i love his voice i love the lyrics in it and number one of course was choice because that 
is a banger fucking track. Like I could listen to that every fucking day. And as soon as this album on fucking Spotify, which it might be now, I don't know. But as soon as yeah, it's, it's on Spotify, it's on there. Yeah. All right. I mean, I, when I realized it came out December eighth, I was like, like I realized that last night, and I was making up the fucking ad for the show, and I'm like, wonder if I actually could listen to it on Spotify today. Then I wouldn't miss the fucking song. But, but I yeah. So I mean, choice was a fucking amazing track, and the guitar work and all of these is fucking incredible, as I said. So, I mean, this took up like two thirds of my way home from work yesterday, and I enjoyed the fuck out of it. And then I had to put on some fucking Christmas music for another show I'm doing today, but I <laughs> I, I enjoyed the shit out of it. So. Well done, sir. Well done. You never cease to imp- you never cease to disappoint me with your music. So, I no, no, no. You fucking good god, you make us look so bad. You never cease to amaze me with your music. When you say that you never cease to disappoint me, you you're literally saying that he always fucking disappoints you when he puts something out, man. Dude, for I, fuck's sake, <laughs> dude! I have Engl- my, I haven't had my her- herbal medicine yet today. Okay, give me a I mean, fucking I, break. I, here, I, no, fu- no, no breaks given. Santa Claus gives no breaks. Just because you got gray in your hair, motherfucker. But oh, I did. But I fucking shaved all that off so I wouldn't have gray in my hair anymore. But because it was depressing me on a daily basis. But and if I had the amazing gray hair you have, that might be a different story. But Mine was just kind of, I look like fucking Reed Richards with my fucking little gray here and there between my black hair. <laughs> like on the sides? Uh, yeah, dude, that would have been cool as fuck. That, that's awesome, man. Yeah, if Exactly. If it actually came in fully like that, then yes, I would have kept it. But it came in little strands on the sides and like it looked like Reed Richards in his fucking 20s. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's cool. I mean, it, ma- it makes yeah, makes sense. Uh, yeah, you should have talked to Marvel. I mean, they're, they, they've they been casting the new Fantastic Four. So I am not going to be fucking Pedro Pascal after that. I'm not going to be Pedro Pascal after that. No fucking yeah, way. Uh, I mean, he's not the perfect choice for that role. And I agree. It would, be, it would have been really hard to beat him in an audition. I, yeah. I think <laughs> agree. I think the perfect choice has already been fucking done in two movies, and they should have kept him. But you know, they don't he, listen. To him. He, like, he's, he's like, he's like, he's like the original. He's like the uh, he's like Reed Richards if you ordered him off of uh, Timu or Wish. <laughs> oh, don't tell Shanna that she'll have she's she's fucking already uh, plastering her couch and getting it ready for when that movie comes out. I mean, oh no, I was talking. Pedro? I was talking about you, not Pedro. Uh, why, why didn't they go with John Krasinski because they already had him in that Doctor Strange movie? And I know. I thought that was kind of weird. He did a great job because yeah. that's because that's not the universe the movie takes place in. The movie takes place in the universe of the original the Marvel movie, so they can't yeah, do of that. course, yeah, they can't. They can recast like everyone basically, which is why that whole multiverse thing sucks and has ruined their um. That's a part of why why they ruined their franchise well, with it. It, so. it didn't though. It, it didn't ruin the franchise because they could have some dream casting that never got done in alternate yeah. universes. And for like but a scene, then they're not paying the big bucks. Turns into, it soon turns into a gimmick, and there, there'll be no more stakes if you can just revive everyone or bring them back in some other form all the time. You know, yeah, but I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I would love to see Robert Downey Jr. come back as Iron Man as he was dressed in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> yeah, he could play Rhodey. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's good. That's I'm funny. The, I'm the dude playing the dude playing the other dude who's Tony Stark. <laughs> but, well, folks, we brought you three amazing albums. Shut up, Chancy. 
And we brought you an amazing EP by our guests, which you will be hearing tracks from that in the opening and the closing of this episode if you listen to it in audio form. So you're welcome. And of course, Fry, where can they find your music and where can they find you if they want to hear the rest of the amazing things you've done if they didn't listen to the last episode because you were dicks? Huh. All right. First of all, thanks again for, for having me and thanks again uh, for, for picking my EP and um, your your feedback. It's it's so flattering and uh, I'm really happy you enjoyed it. Okay, you can find me, uh, you can stream my music on every major digital streaming platform because DistroKid takes care of that. Uh, it puts it out on all of those uh, DSPs. Uh, you can stream it on YouTube, watch the music videos there. It's at Fry McDunston. You can visit my website, uh, music.frymcdunston.com. And um, yeah, go listen to the EP. Dude. And uh, maybe join my my uh, uh, community. That would be cool. Like wherever um, wherever you find my music, especially on YouTube, there's links to my community. I would be happy to welcome you there and uh, get to know you better. There you go. Yeah. Get a chance to hang out with a fucking badass guitarist. There you go. <laughs> a badass <laughs> musician, sir. Musician. musician. He's more. Than, he is more than just a guitar player. Hey, hey, hey! I I advertise it as German rock star. So I took care. <laughs> of it. I took care of it. But he's the next fucking. I can't even think of a, a German band at this point. But don't bring up the Scorpions, please, because they I, suck. I was. I was gonna say. I was gonna I say. He. he <laughs> I mean, there's a like you know. I don't know. You you. you I mean, if you want to just get really like top of your head quick thinker you could go rammstein yeah sure thing rammstein. they're great yeah yeah i, I mean, mean I, fuck I, I was trying to think if avantage is actually from germany or they're from england i couldn't remember but <laughs> or like that 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 other band that we listened to last time uh what were they oh, powerful Power Power Wolf. Wolf. yeah, yeah. Power Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, i am telling you if you could if you could do a song and let Attila sing the fucking lyrics. I would freaking be amazingly happy with that. But Chansey, where can they find you? Uh, you know, Night Circle of Hell, Darkness of the Void. Uh, you know, the uh, the most uneventful scavenger hunt on Facebook continues. This is my actual name. If you can find me, good fucking luck. Uh, Instagram, uh, TikTok, it's uh, the Red Eye Roundtable. And on X, it is Red Eye Table. And of course, naturally, you can find me on the bottom part of the screen making fun of uh, making fun of him for the most part. You're making fun of God? How dare you? I mean, <laughs> you know, I can make fun of myself all I want. That's kind of how it rolls. Uh, well, you can Solid. find both. You can find both. <laughs> you can find both your fucking users. If you want to find the guy above me, the guy above me, I don't fucking know. That's your choice, but you can find both your musers on YouTube as Uncensored, Unapologetic, and Untamed UQ Podcast Collective Group. You could also find us on XX Baby in the Gram as that Juggle Bastard. You can find us on Tiki Talkie as that Juggle Bastard Podcast. And you can find us on YouTube as Maniacal Music Musings. Or you could find us streaming live on Blind Knowledge Network because all knowledge was blind until Chansey admits he's not fucking God. Come on now. Fuck. We're going to go back in darkness for that. Shit, dude. You're fucking us all. But your musers are out, and we will be back on Tuesday with a stand-up comedian as our guest. So, 
Mr. Glenn Tickle will be joining us. And I love that fucking name. I just do. <laughs> but we will see you Tuesday. And once again, we want to thank Fry for coming on because it's always fun to have him on. And we'll see him the next time he releases an EP as well, probably. So. Awesome. Shit, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't have to. He doesn't, he doesn't have to release an EP to come back. He can come back any fucking time, man. True, oh, man. That's so cool. We but I will. Go. Next year, there's gonna be another one, and uh, yeah, I'd be honored to come back. Well, just like Fuck Santa, yeah, just like Santa Fry comes once a year, so he'll be back. And musers are gonna be heading out. Peace.
I'm Dexter Holland, and I approve this message.